0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Downtime Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Alisa. Alisa, how's it going?
1: Yeah, it's a very bright, sunny day. Um, we're in spring. There is hot weather ahead of us, but I think we're almost out of the main rain and the winter of it all in California. day i was able to run a pretty long distance for my workout because the weather was really nice and i've just been hanging out and chilling because i'm on vacation right now
0: nice how long is your vacation until
1: i'm taking a three-week vacation that's one of the longest vacations i've ever taken in quite some time but very much necessary because i finished a project and i was ready to relax i just came back from the east coast with my boyfriend and nice we were exploring parts of the east coast and that was a good time and it's it's so different over there for example aside from the weather and the fact that it was 40 degrees over there majority of the time and I flew back here and was like why is it 70 degrees here and I'm in a <laughs> winter coat uh just the culture is different too uh, a lot of them they don't really rely on cars it's very much a public transportation area the northeast of the United States, also um, is a lot more compact and dense in terms of the city. But it was right. a very, it was a very good vacation. Ate a lot. I am cleansing, and I'm trying to cleanse because Jeremy. Next week, I'm going to Vegas to watch BTS, so I'm going to be oh eating.
0: my god,
1: I'm going to be eating at buffets probably again. And it's gonna. <laughs> be, so I'm just like, please cleanse all this bread. Out of my body and meat. <laughs> go on that
0: liquid diet for like a couple weeks.
1: I know, oh Jesus! <laughs> but yeah, um, it's it's been a good time though. I'm having a good break, and I I'm, I really needed this break. So
0: yeah, you definitely deserve it. It sounds like you. I mean, like us, all the listeners know, like there was like a huge break between the recording of certain episodes. It's because you know, as we stated in our last episodes, because we're busy. Yes. And, You know, that's his life.
1: It is. Um...
0: It's funny, um, yesterday I was um, I was on my, I guess on my friend's podcast and he was like, tell me about downtime. And I was like explaining the history and the lore. I was like, yeah, Lisa and I started <laughs> uh, when we hated our jobs and we just wanted to get out and we put all of our frustration towards making something creative and uh, we would use like empty office rooms to record our podcasts. And uh, I was like, yeah, we're rebranding and stuff too. And yeah, it was, it was kind of fun like reminiscing about the last five years. Can you believe five years have gone by, Lisa?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's wild that we've been recording for that long. And uh, for context for our viewers, today kind of feels like a back in the office recording workday because we're recording kind of in the middle of the work day, in, in the middle of Jeremy's workday. So yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> I, just t- I literally blocked time out and I was like, wait, this seems too familiar. <laughs>
1: I have a meeting from 3 30 to 4 30 no one bother me
0: <laughs> yeah leave me alone don't come here don't open the door you know like, just don't don't ask what i'm doing i'm literally doing nothing it's a meeting <laughs> yes don't um,
1: i don't owe you an answer
0: yeah like this is my this is my room <laughs> oh, why are you in my room who are you
1: <laughs> that's awesome um, though that you uh were able to talk about downtime on the podca- on the your friend's podcast
0: Oh, yeah, I like to think of um my twitch streams and like me promoting downtime as a way for me to just like talk about the podcast because like the podcast was my foray into the 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 media sphere that i uh, have come to embrace now, and totally I, I say that my stream is a glorified advertisement for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> honestly um
1: nothing wrong with that
0: yeah, yeah um. But yeah, that that's great, at that you're taking some time off. Are you having any other travel plans in the coming future during your three weeks, or is it more of a staycation?
1: Uh, staycation in between. For example, I'm in my staycation part of the vacation, which is very much also needed so I can catch up on some television and movies and video games. And then sometime later, I will go to Hawaii, not, not in this vacation, but just sometime this year, I will go to Hawaii. And then... The world, my oyster now that things are opening up. So we'll see where else I go in the fall.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to Hawaii pretty soon.
1: Yeah. And you just came back from Hawaii too. I did. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> uh, purely, pure, pure family reasons. I yes. have to say. Well, except the second time that I'm going, which is if anyone's going to KawaiiCon, Con, which is an anime convention that is based in Hawaii, Kauai-Con. hit your boy up. Let me know. Yeah, it's cute. I've always wanted to go. Um, just because it's an <laughs> anime convention in Hawaii, I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not as much into anime as I used to be when I was younger, but um, you know, that that memory popped into my head, like knowing about an anime convention based in Hawaii, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, let's just do it. You know, like you're not gonna live forever. Uh, you know, 2022 is the year that you know things are starting to slowly open up, and KawaiiCon is doing a hybrid kind of con thing where they're doing in person and online, so. You know, I got family in Hawaii. I was like, well, I'll just stay with you guys and I'll just go to the convention. So I'll be doing that. That's going to be from the 21st until the 24th, 22nd to the 24th. If anyone's going, let me know. I would love to meet up with you and we can go around the con together. I'm going by myself, FYI. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's going to be just a fun experience. Yes. So I got I got those kind of travel plans coming up. And some big news. Actually, Lisa, uh, I'm moving. I'm I'm getting out of this space.
1: Yeah. How 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 was your how was your time there? I I I haven't visited this new apartment since it happened during COVID.
0: Yeah, um, it was a it was a good experience, I'd say, learning to move because our the place before this one, we uh, uh, we stayed there for five years, and you know there are a lot of problems that we kind of just dealt with, but now that, you know, we're we're a little bit older and wiser and um our lifestyles are changing my brother working permanently from home it we we thought it'd be better to move to a bigger space and you know on top of other complaints that i have about where we currently live uh <laughs> we're moving to a, a bigger house and it's going to be nice just the two of us you know just growing it out my nice. brother will have a whole space f- for an office um upgrades for our bedrooms for sure and uh yeah i hope that you can come visit it'll be fun are you moving sure.
1: out of the city?
0: No, I'm moving 2 blocks away. <laughs> okay. Oh, well,
1: there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Literally going to be like taking boxes like next yeah. weekend over uh and like okay. dragging a suitcase full of clothes. So, yeah, that's happening. Um yeah, those are like some of the big updates I have, honestly.
1: That's exciting. Um, Good luck on the move.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we signed the lease 2 days ago, so it's kind of exciting knowing that we're moving somewhere else. My I'm looking around my room right now and there's just it's full of boxes and It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Definitely, it's a good time to downsize. I think any move is a good time to be like, all right, what am I going to do with this? Like, do I need this? Can I just throw this away? So getting rid of stuff is is on the priority list. Um, For sure. But yeah, you know, other than that, I'm I'm doing okay. Work's been really busy. I got a lot more responsibilities, which is nice. And uh, today's a really hot day in San Francisco. It's like in the upper 80s right now. Oh it is warm. It is very, very warm. Because it's eighties
1: here and I'm surprised it's eighties in San Francisco also. Me too. Oh, actually it's... I take that back. It's ninety-three right now. Oh god. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah.
0: You know, my neighborhood is known to be a lot cooler. Uh San Francisco has a lot of microclimates and um my part of the city, it's very clear right now. It's very sunny. I love it. I'm also just like sweating like crazy. <laughs> It, it's it's i got a love hate relationship with uh the weather when it drastically changes yeah. but right now i'm enjoying it more than i am just like hating it
1: <laughs> fair i
0: yeah. it, it's
1: cuz we've been we've been in winter and it's been on and off rain and just you know um a, a lot colder so it is nice when it starts to heat up
0: yeah yeah it's i my favorite season is summer and so the summer vibes, I'm all about those. And summer so I'm, vibes. I'm, really, I'm really happy that we get a little bit of summer right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. But yeah. So, uh, what have you been playing? Any, anything fun?
1: Okay. So, I'm one hour into the Kaito Files, which is oh my the god, Lost Judgment DLC that came out on March 28th. And it's. I am. O- I'm only an hour in, and I'm already excited for this case. I don't like. I don't know what what's going to happen, but it very much f- feels like the um the side mission of Majima in Yakuza Kiwami Two. That's a, That's uh, what. That's what it feels like. But I feel like. But I also feel like this is going to be a longer episode.
0: Oh thank goodness. Okay, it, it, because that. Oh my god. That that Majima thing kind of felt like fillers, it too short, but it was also canon. and it hurt my heart oh my gosh it was too
1: heartbreaking but the vibe that the intro of this dlc gave made it seem like it'll be at least 10 hours we'll find out and it's funny because we're back in kamurocho and uh higashi's with me (laughs) so oh yeah um the uh kaito's best friend
0: Summer, baby, hot boy summer. Yes. So <laughs> half he, of the hot boy summer gang.
1: Half the half half the hot boy summer gang, and it's funny because in the intro, he's just straight up my assistant. Um, the, way that, <laughs> the way that the way that the that the episode plays out is uh, Yagami is out on a divorce case, wow. and so Kaito is taking care of uh, <laughs> the Yagami Detective Agency while he's gone, and. Higashi's just in an apron and he's helping with food and he's, be basically being Kaito's bitch, <laughs> even though oh, wow. <laughs> even, even though he has like his own arcade and whatever. But it's but it's a good time. It's a good time.
0: This takes place post ending of yes, Judge- it does. Lost it Judge. Defi- okay, okay.
1: It definitely does. For anyone who is listening to this, they allude to some things that it's not. It's not that spoilery. At least in the first hour, but just know contextually it does take place after lo- the events of lost judgment
0: okay, cool yeah, yeah but I okay, yeah, I sorry, think that
1: someone could probably play it and not have finished the main story of lost Judgement, but I haven't finished this yet, so who knows what might be spoiled throughout the storyline? just play the main the main story before you play the Kaito files.
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I still need to find some time to sit down and play that with the whole move going on. I'm not sure when. Yeah. Um, But when I do finish it, maybe we can talk about setting up a spoiler cast.
1: Yes. Definitely. Because we still need to talk about Lost Judgment.
0: Yeah. 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 And I want to talk about it before we forget about it, you know? Yeah,
1: totally. And I'm not going to forget about it because I'm probably going to finish Kaito Files in a week. Okay. So and it, it'll be on my it. mind. So this case, uh, just in the intro, but also based off of the trailers that were out, is that Kaito is solving a missing persons case. And his client, his, na- his name is Saramoto, and you're trying to find his wife, Mikiko. And Kaito has to deal with a lot of things in finding Mikiko, including um, Saramoto and Mikiko's like delinquent son, Jun, who is a pain in the ass. Oh. But... That's what the fun is of this uh, Kaito Files, which it says Kaito Files, but I think this is only one storyline. I'm assuming if this is successful, there will be more Kaito Files and downloadable content in the future, which I hope so, because I'm having a good time so far.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it'd be cool to, like, get more in-depth DLCs that focus on certain characters. Like, I want to see a Sugura DLC. That'd be oh, that
1: cool. would be so legit. Oh, yeah. my gosh.
0: Or even just a Higashi DLC. That'd be fun, too. Like, just rounding out all the Hot Boy Summer characters. Yes. <laughs> this is
1: what it's all about.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows about the future of Lost Judgment, which I think is still up in the air. I haven't caught up about the whole the, the whole story with, like, Johnny's and uh, Sega, but so I'm, that's... I'm hoping that there's more.
1: So that story, as far as I'm concerned, has not had any updates, but in a press release from just Sega and Ryoga Gotoku in general, they said that they are not stopping making
0: Judgment games. It's printing money. I yes. mean, why would you say no to that? Exactly. Like, I would be okay if they were playstation exclusives like i don't have a problem with that but i just don't want them to stop making it like i want them to keep making more judgment games because it's my brawler fix if the yakuza series is going to be turn-based combat which i love then just keep the judgment series please i want it yes
1: exactly it's a it's a good time and i i have a feeling they're going to keep this
0: yeah okay okay
1: Just some differences in playing as Kaito is you have two fighting styles. So far, I've only unlocked the Bruiser fighting style, which is an offensive take of just throwing people around, being a beast, you know, just like your typical, um, like, punching, throwing people around. And then there's another style I haven't unlocked yet, which is the Tank. And that's a defensive style. So I'm like I said, I'm only an hour in. So it's probably going to unlock in like 20 minutes, I bet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: And then what's interesting, too, about Kaito is he has something called primal focus. So in this game, instead of Yagami's observation and investigative skills and gadgets like Kaito instead has primal focus, which is heightened smell, hearing and sight.
0: Wow, and it's funny
1: because when you you know you you um, press L three to activate um, the primal focus, it's just icons of like ear, eye, and his nose. <laughs> just like, well, <laughs>
0: like, oh, there you go, <laughs> implying that he's a beast. Not yes. not, not in the sense of yes. like, literal, but like he's li- like, oh my god, that guy's a beast. You know, <laughs> he really
1: is. He really is.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I can't yeah. wait to play it.
1: Yes, more to come on that, um, especially when I play more than an hour of it. And then the other game I'm playing is Fire Emblem Three Houses. And mm, I
0: saw your posted from New York about that.
1: Yeah, so it's from Intelligent Systems of uh, Koei Tecmo. This game came out in 2019, and it's a time management and tactical RPG. This is a game that I've wanted to play for a while. I've had one of those backlogged games where it's been there and i finally played it and i love it it is um nice. it's just like my type of game it's time management it's tactical battling and it's it's a lot of fun the for anyone who doesn't know what fire emblem three houses is so there's three houses which is the golden deer the blue lion and the black eagle and you as a character you have to choose one of the houses and that's just your team that's um that's your that's, those are the students that you play with. You, your character, are a professor at this school, which has the three houses, and then whichever team you decide to go with, um, that you're just training them up, you're um, fixing their classes, or, sorry, reclassing them, you're going through battles, and you're just learning more about the, the Fire Emblem Three Houses universe, and just fighting evil, pretty much.
0: <laughs> Ah. And
1: I got I, I I got in a really bad rabbit hole during this game because I started playing this game on the plane and I was I was hooked immediately I I really liked it and I'm barely scratching the surface because I'm only on chapter five and I have a feeling that this game is going to be a long game uh just because chap by by chapter five I'm only on like level maybe eight or ten overall as a team and I know okay. for a fact that this is gonna be a lot more. Um so I chose the blue so just uh Jeremy just a breakdown of like the the houses that you can choose from. So if you if you choose the golden deer, their specialty is long range attacks. If you choose the blue lion, it's sh- um their specialty is f- uh short range physical attacks and then if you choose the black eagle house, it's uh magic attacks. And Got it. I was surprised that I didn't choose the magic house which is black eagle. Um that's normally what I would choose probably in any other situation but for some reason I chose blue lion which is the short range physical attacks. Maybe they j- I just liked their crest and I liked the color blue. I don't know Jeremy.
0: But I <laughs> You're would... like ooh a lion. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs>
1: yeah. A blue lion. This is exciting. I would never I would never decide to kind of choose this, but you know, doing different things in 2022, so why not? Also, with this game, you can train up your students to be different classes and change their roles. So, ultimately, the house you choose doesn't matter. And on top of that, you can interact with other students of the golden deer or the black eagle house and you can even recruit them to become blue lion oh wow members of and it it's ultimately it's gonna be fine no matter what house you choose i will say though um because you can interact with all members of the game like golden deer and black eagle it's kind of it's kind of overwhelming um, I, it's a little intimidating that I, you can, for, you can recruit anyone at any given time. And I haven't even really used that tool yet to recruit people. Um, and I haven't been looking up the game just cause I wanted to play by my own and try to get through it. But it's one of those things where I feel like I should be getting more golden deer and black eagle people to join the blue lions. I just, I just haven't been compelled to, um, recruit anyone yet. Like, no, like, not necessarily because I'm trying to stay pure, but no one has really piqued my interest or, um, has shown like an overwhelming skill that made me want to choose them immediately. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's one of those things where, am I doing this wrong? Uh, but well, you know, I'm only on chapter five, so m- more to come. Yeah yeah
0: okay yeah i'm
1: I'm sure it's gonna be fine uh one interesting thing because i i was looking on um the fire emblem wiki uh they did a this was back in 2019 so they did a nintendo dream magazine in japan did a survey and they asked their readers if you're playing fire emblem three houses which house did you choose and it turned out that the Blue Lions was ranked first among all of the houses with 42.6% of the vote. And then after that, it was Golden Deer with 29.6% of the vote. And then last were the Black Eagles, which 20, which is 27.8% of the vote. I mean, I just kind of found that interesting. I was a little shocked that um, the Blue Lions had like a good 40 40- ish percent chunk and that the black eagles was like the least chosen one because i honestly would probably would have guessed that the um the long range attacked house which is the golden deer was like way last but it turns out that they were about even with the magic house so got it uh, yeah okay i don't I don't know. Know, I don't know what the i don't know why we'll see um yeah, and we'll play. I'll, I'll play this game, and we'll see if I regret anything about choosing my house. So...
0: Uh, I'm curious to see too. I hope you have no regrets. I L- mean,
1: like I said, I haven't really mastered or understood all the mechanics yet. But if I can recruit anyone from any house, I th- I'll I think I will be fine. I think. So Got it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Please let us uh, know when yes. you. Uh... We have an update.
1: Yes, we'll do.
0: Cool. Um, on my end, I've just been—I've just been playing Dying Light Two. It's an open-world parkour action um, R- RPG first-person melee combat game where you have to traverse this like post-apocalyptic city. Um, there's references to the first game, but uh, we're like halfway through the story. My friends and I are still playing through it, and nice. it's getting interesting. Um, you know, you. It's, I find it interesting that the main character sounds like um, Roger Craig Smith, the voice of Sonic. He Roger Craig Smith also voiced uh, the main character in the first game, so it's kind of interesting that this second character yeah, sounds that's pretty cool, exactly like him in a way. They have like a voice match. I don't know what the actor's name is, but it sounds like Roger Craig Smith's character in the first game, and he's a completely different person. So I'm just like, oh wow, this is kind of interesting that um, they got somebody to sound just like the first guy. But anyways. Yeah, um it's been fun. Um my my friends some of them beat the game already and it's like there's four of us. The the game is four player co-op and two of them already beat the game and they are they've been giving uh, like my other friend and I who are like progressing together all the like the the high end shit so that like, we are like destroying zombies in one hit which is kind of fun. <laughs> but if it wasn't for them we would probably be struggling and playing the game at a normal level but they've been uh they've been really helpful so we've been doing that and um other than that i think that's like the only game that i've been like progressing through from like a story perspective um i already beat lost judgment story um and you know i've been i've been trying to play some apex valorant and uh um some dbd and i feel like sorry there's a loud truck <laughs> i feel like i need <laughs> to um uh i need to stop sinking money into into games you know i i'm I'm like i became that person that's like oh cool a skin and yeah uh, i i'm not um
1: there's nothing wrong with decorating
0: yes that's true but when you're decorating multiple games with a lot of money then it's a problem (laughs) and i realized that pretty quickly and so my friends are like hey do you want to get into fortnite i'm like dude i don't have any more money to spend on other games like i already sunk $200 Two hundred dollars plus into Valorant, and I've sunk three hundred plus dollars into DBD, and like another two hundred, three hundred dollars into Apex, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. It's it's getting to the point where I'm just like, all right, I can be spending my money on other things. And while I love, you know, cosmetic like getting all these cosmetics and you know, souping up my characters, it it'd be nice to spend all that money on other like on a whole other game too.
1: <laughs> fair, fair.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I could buy a whole ass PS3 or PS5 with all the the money I've uh bought all these uh money I've spent in all these games, but Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's what's going on. Um I'm I'm going to pack up my Switch. I already packed up my PS4, so I'm probably not going to get to the Kaito files until after I move in a couple weeks. For well, sure. I guess after I come back from Hawaii, but um Yeah, everything's, uh, everything's going, you know, life's going. Um, I'm, I, I, oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. There is one game that I started playing a little bit of, which is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That um,
1: Dark Souls type game
0: that is, uh, what is it called? It's made by Respawn Entertainment, the, the creators of Titanfall and Apex Legends. It's been fun, you know, it's very Dark Soulsy and I, I know what they're going for. And it's enough of a copy that it feels like Dark Souls, but it also doesn't feel like a Dark Souls type game, which is kinda cool. So it's a lot more um user-friendly in a way. You can set it so that the enemies are like a lot easier. I'm playing it on normal. Yeah. Um, and so it's been fun. Yeah, I, I like it so far. Uh I heard yes. that there's gonna be some surprises. There's already some references um from the Obi-Wan trailer to uh to the jedi fallen order game so i'm just like oh that's kind of cool oh that would be so really we'll cool if if that got connected mm, yeah i agree so i want to play the game in preparation just to you know be like oh my god that person's there that's cool uh but yeah so that's that's what's going on with me All
1: right, so we got a little bit of news, which we'll go through pretty quickly. So we'll go through kind of like the main, like the the fast ones first and then talk about PlayStation Plus last. Um, so just announced yesterday on April 6th, there is going to be Max Payne remix uh, remakes from uh, the Finnish developers Remedy Entertainment. Uh, they did the original Max Payne's. Max Payne one and Max Payne two, the fall of Max Payne, and uh they've also made Alan Wake before, which I didn't know, and I like Alan Wake
0: and control,
1: yeah, oh my gosh, wow, they did a lot of yeah. things, yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of cool I that was actually my only news piece as well, Elisa. I think yeah. we, were, we had the same we were on the same wave today, yes, uh for yeah sure. I I haven't played the original Max Paynes, but now that they're remaking them, I think I'm gonna have a chance to play it.
1: I haven't played the original Max Payne's either, but I have watched my cousin play ba- way back from time to time and there is no doubt that this was a monumental game for its time. There was a point where n- everyone was talking about Max Payne at least if you were in the video game community. This is this was mm-hmm. a very very popular game in like the late 90s. I don't remember if it's late 90s or early 2000s, but I I I think that this will be a good um i think this will be a good remake honestly um and i don't i don't say that often jeremy so the fact mm. that i'm saying it means i have confidence in it which is weird uh, very <laughs> true
0: yeah. yeah that's that's a good point so yeah i mean like we always we have our thoughts and opinions on remakes alisa and i i think the we just kind of solidified one of the cases where which is the game is so old that you know a lot of people don't want to play that version and now that they're remaking it for a new audience for a younger generation for an older generation that couldn't play it, we fit that older generation that couldn't play it. Yeah. So it's kind of cool.
1: I think and I think it's just because the uh Remedy Entertainment is a reliable um developer that I definitely feel like they're gonna do this justice. And also this is their game too. Uh it's not like the case of a lot of game remakes where it's a different studio is doing the remake this is the original studio
0: right they have a history they know what they're doing they love the ip and so it's gonna show for sure i'm sure there's gonna be some references to control and alan waken there
1: yeah so that's gonna be a good time and they're doing it in um partnership with rockstar games
0: that's cool yeah i feel like rockstar is so busy working on grand theft auto 6 they're just like they don't have time
1: yeah it's just I'm I'm shocked, but also um pretty excited. I just remember like back in the early two thousands, I think it's early two thousands, where the fall of Max Payne came out, and that was like what all of my friends were talking about. And it's just it's just wild that they're doing this remake, but in a good way. Yeah, I don't know why I'm so positive about this compared to other remakes. But
0: I think it's because you like Remedy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I've yet to play Alan Wake or Control. I've heard nothing but good things. My brother is a huge fan. So um, I'm going to get to them eventually. Yes. And I only know that it's going to be good. You know, I feel yeah, like there are certain time. developers where I'm just like, all right, you're remaking this. That's cool. But like, I feel like, again, I stated like the passion and, and the original IP creators. So they, they got this. I think yeah, they, they, got they know this. what they... Yeah, they got yeah, this. They've had a, so much experience with their previous titles that... They're just going to make this one good. Yeah, I mean, It's, in, it's I just going to be Max Payne.
1: Yeah, totally agree. The next piece of news is on uh, March 31st, E3 can uh, 2022 was officially cancelled. Officially oh. cancelled meaning both the digital and in-person version of the conference is cancelled completely. So
0: wow. they're
1: not even doing anything at all. And so the reason... For that, um, they gave their official statement to Polygon and they said that they're going to return in 2023 with a reinvigorated showcase that celebrates new and exciting video games and industry innovation. So I think what happened last year was last year was a digital one, I think, mm, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And yeah, so yeah. I assumed that they were going to come out. This year, with an in-person one, especially because there's now concerts and things are kind of coming back, like South by Southwest and uh, uh, um, other, like yeah, other
0: like conventions. Yeah, other conventions. Yeah, yeah, like, like Wish Expo and stuff yeah. like that.
1: So I'm a little surprised that they decided not to do it, but you know, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with that. And I actually think it's brave of them to cancel it completely because. I think that they're seriously going through a reorg and a restructure. So I, this might be even better that they canceled it
0: completely. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like I hope it's for the best. I hope that they continue to focus on video games instead of trying to bring in celebrity talent to be like, Oh cool. Like yeah. <laughs> the celebrities here. Like, Oh, it's the rock. That's awesome. Like, dude, no, the rock doesn't fucking care. He's busy. He's yes. busy working out and making movies. Like he doesn't care about <laughs> video games. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like because of this news, a lot of companies that didn't do online quote unquote directs are now going to go do those because, Hey, I mean, it's a good opportunity to, to see how to like voice your announcements without the big platform. I mean, we're going to have like what, like the game awards, you know, Jeff Keighley and all his stuff. Um, not necess- Not the awards show, per se, because that already happened, but more so the Game Awards channel is probably going to do something in light of no E3 and probably feature a bunch of, like, developers announcing things and previewing things and showing gameplay for upcoming games. So exactly, it'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool to see, like, Bethesda and Microsoft, like, do their own kind of direct style with, like, you know, Blizzard games thrown in there and... Just you know, more more Microsoft and Bethesda announcements. A lot of people are looking forward to Starfield, so uh, myself included. So we'll we'll see. You know, yeah, I- I'm excited we'll see. to see what happens around June, around that time. I feel like maybe there's <laughs> still going to be some kind of announcements during the week that E3 was supposed to happen.
1: Yes, it's possible. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And then last but not least, we're going to go into the new update with PlayStation Plus, which was announced on March 29th. And it's that PlayStation in June is going to combine PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, which is their PlayStation streaming and online options. So um, this is all part of a new restructure of the current program and subscription service, probably to compete with Game Pass. But uh, who we don't know exactly what the details are except for these things which i'm about to read right now uh so there's gonna be now three levels for playstation plus essential extra and premium so essential is the lowest one and essential is described as the same benefits that playstation plus members have right now which is Two monthly downloadable games, exclusive discounts, and cloud storage for saved games, multiplayer access. Um, pretty much nothing's changed. This is just the reg this is the regular PlayStation Plus as you currently know it, Essential. And this is mm. 9 dollars monthly, $24.99 quarterly, and $59.99 yearly. Next is Play- PlayStation Plus Extra. So Extra has the benefits of essential and up to 400 enjoyable games from PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studio catalog and third party partners. Games are in the extra tier games in the extra tier are downloadable to play. So this tier, the middle tier, is $14.99 monthly, $3.99 quarterly, and $99.99 yearly. And then last but not least is the highest level of PlayStation Plus. This is the premium level. So the premium tier uh, has everything from Essential and Extra and adds up to 340 additional games, including PlayStation 3 games available via cloud streaming and catalog of beloved classic games available for both streaming and downloadable options from the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PSP Generations. It also offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5, consoles, and PC. And then time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier, so customers can try select games before they buy. This one... Pricing is seventeen ninety nine monthly, forty nine ninety nine quarterly, and one hundred nineteen ninety nine yearly. So those are the three levels of PlayStation Plus.
0: That's wild.
1: Yes, this is a lot. Now, what we're all thinking: what games are going to be included in this potential seven hundred plus um, game? catalog if you choose premium we don't know yet we're not sure so uh more on that when it's announced but we can only guess that uh playstation's not uh, playstation will have all of the um popular games for sure like there i don't think there's gonna be any issue of like there's 700 games but the 700 games are crap so
0: right That's like it won't be shovelware that's for sure
1: yes and especially because if they're trying to compete with Xbox's Game Pass, so they can they have to be competitive. In what's offered. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. This is their answer to that, and you know we'll see how it does. The power of the PlayStation platform is pretty big, and they did win last generation, so they're yeah. really pushing to try and win this one too. But I... I feel like with Xbox playing all these studios, it's it's getting kind of difficult to see.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um I do think it's a good move that they improve their online subscription service though. I think uh, it, it, this is real this is a good move for uh Sony to do and uh to allow people to stream and download games that are in their catalog. Especially yeah. because na- especially because now people have just the digital version of the PlayStation 5 and just whatever digital versions are coming out that this is very useful to them.
0: I agree, and you know, as somebody who bought mostly physical games in the last generation, I think that moving forward, I might buy a PS5 that has the disc tray just to play PS4 games, but mm. all my PS5 games will probably be digital, let's be honest.
1: Yeah.
0: Same thing with my Switch, which I'm still 100% digital with my Switch. Mm.
1: I, I think like with my Switch, I only a few games are physical, but that's because the physical copy was way cheaper than the digital copy. Uh, there was a good deal on that.
0: You bring up a good point, and I take that back about my previous statement. There's one game that I could not get <laughs> digital, and it's Ring Fit Adventure. That's the only game I have that <laughs> is permanently inside my Switch because you cannot buy that one digital. The physical version only exists because when you buy the physical version, you also get the ring and the The thigh strap for oh that makes sense yeah yeah (laughs) fair yeah so that's the only game from the Switch that I own physically
1: yes now going on to our question our listener questions um for this week uh which relate to PlayStation Plus uh PJ asks what needs to be in PlayStation Plus Premium to make it worth buying. Yes, (laughs)
0: I'm just kidding. That's not the answer. Um, I I honestly like all the flagship titles from the PS4. um, Anything that, like, I I feel like a lot of the single player games that people couldn't play. So, like, the God of War catalog, um, yeah, Crash Bandicoot, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, obviously, all maybe all the Dark Souls games. Jeremy, um, all of the all of the yakuza's, <laughs> all of the yakuza's, exactly, including the Judgment Games, including like, Judgment. All of the y- yep,
1: you got to um, do that.
0: Yeah, at Twisted Metal. That oh, that's be a good included. one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one um, for sure. Okay, to think. let me propose something. Let me propose something. Do you think that they would include? Japanese games that have that have not come out to the United States yet
0: oh my god like if they release like Ishin or Kenzan
1: yeah like (laughs) like do you like would how crazy would it be if PlayStation Plus was starting to release all of these Japanese import games that people have been waiting on
0: honestly I think it would be worth it um I would I I wouldn't know exactly which Titles from which series they would be releasing, like if they, I don't know which ones they're holding back from. I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure somebody has a list somewhere. But um, for me personally, I, I just my thought immediately came to the Yakuza games um, that were released specifically in Japan. Yeah, it'd be cool to have English, you know, subtitles for that and and get to play those. That would definitely make it worth it for me personally. But I feel like for a lot of people, yeah, there's a ton of titles out there that haven't been released in the United States that they would love to see and it would be awesome i think it'd be really cool
1: yeah i think i would realistically i am not going to get the um the premium tier i will probably just stick with my essential tier that i currently have which is the regular playstation plus but if they offered those types of games i might consider paying monthly just to see what's there and then just pay pay as i go basically <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh I, I know you're a huge fan, so of of the PlayStation ecosystem, so it would just make sense for you to do that anyways.
1: Yeah. But uh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting It's gonna be an interesting summer, Jeremy.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um Hey, if you if you ever hear about another PlayStation Five going on sale somewhere, let me uh, know, Lisa. Good god, <laughs> I don't
1: even like it's funny because I heard that they were releasing refurbished PS4s because PS5 was so backlogged, but now I think all the PS4 refurbished ones are also sold out at this time.
0: Oh. Yeah. Well, eh, it, it's that's a lot. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I already have a PS4. I'm, yes. I'm good.
1: <laughs> but I'll let you know. I'll let you know.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And um, thank you, PJ, for your, your question. That was yes. awesome.
1: Thank you. If you want to answer, or not answer, but if you want to ask more questions or just join the Downtime community, you can go to www.downtime.live. There is a link to our Discord, and you can join the Discord and talk and ask questions there. There's also a link to the Discord in the show notes. Um, if, you, if you want to ask a question on our website, downtime.live, there's a question forum You can email us at contact at um, you can also ask us the question where we have the podcast, YouTube, Stitcher, Podbean. Um, if you write us a question, we'll answer it. And um, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the podcast.
0: Cool. That's everything. And I do want to mention a couple updates. One is that this used to be kind of a weekly podcast, but because of Elise and I's extremely busy schedules, um, it's it's more of a when we have time kind of thing we do try to do it like a few times a month as as yes. much as we can um we will try so. to do
1: it at least twice a month for sure yes and if you yes. if you happen to get a month that we are here every week then de- re- then you are lucky <laughs> you are the lucky listener
0: yes exactly Exactly, and the other update I have is that we're still in the rebranding process for the podcast. I know we were shooting for a February um, timeline, but because of some setbacks we've received from our designer, we're still um, we're still working through them. And uh, when it happens, it happens. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be a deadline, but we will let you guys know when it happens. Um, it'll, it might be one of those things that just happens overnight. If you're in the Discord server, you might see logo changes and uh, and a brand name change, but Again, everything else will pretty much stay the same. Um, the downtime yeah. name will just become a legacy thing and uh, you'll hear us refer to it in passing and we'll make mentions of it and we'll make a whole new playlist and we're going to restart from episode 1 <laughs> of a new podcast, but it'll still be it'll still be us. Same old us.
1: Same old us. Same old us. Yeah.
0: But thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, your night, your afternoon and we'll see you on the next one peace